Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, J.T. Williams shares a story about his hatred for tomatoes. My great-grandmother was amazing in the kitchen. She's one of these people that can make something spectacular out of virtually nothing. And she passed those skills on very successfully to absolutely nobody. (laughs) Not my grandmother, not my aunts, not my mother. And I'm not trying to suggest that my mother was a bad cook. Not trying to suggest that at all. I am stating directly, my mother was a horrible cook. (laughs) But I learned three things because of that. One of the things I learned was that I hate tomatoes. And I don't mean just dislike them. Like, I will pick them out of stuff at a restaurant and fling them with contempt on the plate. It's probably more accurate to say I learned to hate tomatoes. And this is because my mother put canned, diced tomatoes in everything. I came in one night, my brother is staring at a baking dish. So I looked over his shoulder, what is that? He said, pork chops. Get out of here. (laughs) What did she do to them? She covered them in green beans and canned tomatoes. (laughs) Countless pork chops went to watery, tomatoey graves in my mother's kitchen. It was like the Davy Jones locker of the butcher shop. And canned tomatoes are fine if you're making something like spaghetti sauce. They're not fine if you're making something like chocolate cake. Yeah, this really happened. She was making dinner and making a chocolate cake at the same time. A can of tomatoes falls into the batter. She tries to take it out. Half the can, half the tomatoes fall in. Most people would throw it out at this point, start over, at least try to scoop stuff out. My mother just mixed it all in. If you've never had chocolate cake laced with diced tomatoes, you really got to treat yourself. (laughs) It's got a kind of tangy quality, but a very subtle earthy note as well. The second thing I learned was that my mother was also an accomplished liar. They say that the most effective way to lie is to convince yourself the lie is true. And my mother had reached an Obi-Wan level of mastery at this. Unfortunately, my brother, my father, and I were impervious to her Jedi mind tricks. So they didn't really work very well. The only person she convinced was herself. She believed two things in particular. One was, it's supposed to taste that way. (laughs) So one night, my mother's making this brown substance that, oh, for the hell of it, we'll call it stew. She decides it needs paprika. So she's sprinkling paprika in it. The the lid comes off of the tin. The whole thing falls in to what is now an orange substance that we'll, for the hell of it, call it stew. So we're eating. 
My brother, my father, and I are looking at each other. No one wants to crack first. <laughs> Finally, my father looks and says, what, what, did, what did you put in this? The mask never fell for my mother. She just ate and smiled and said, it's supposed to taste like that. That's not what he asked you. The other lie she believed was, they'll never know the difference. (laughs) One night, she made liver and tried to tell us it was steak. (laughs) Liver is pretty unmistakable. Thanks, he came along on that one. Thank you. Um, They'll never know the difference. We always knew the difference. The dog knew the difference. I cut a piece off, held it down. The dog kind of sniffed up at it, ran and hid under the couch. And the third thing I learned was that I had incredible Bruce Lee-like reflexes. And I found this out because I said the wrong thing at the wrong time. I come in, my mother's standing in front of a big pot, So I asked the logical question, what's for dinner? My mother turns around. You've seen these pictures of of royalty where they're holding the scepter and this thing called the royal orb. It looks like the holy hand grenade. So my mother turns around and she looks like this. I think I'm going to be knighted by the queen mother of cookery. Then she breaks the spell by saying, I'm making chili. What's wrong with that? That escalated quickly. Skipped a couple levels. So what I I should back up. My mother's chili recipe, incidentally, is two pounds of ground meat browned with no seasoning to the consistency of birdshot, (laughs) an institutional-sized drum of kidney beans, and two or 70 cans of tomatoes. (laughs) So what I should have said was, chili is fine, I'll be back for dinner. What I said instead was, that depends, how much paprika are you going to dump in it? (laughs) I did not know at the time that my father and my brother had already been in the kitchen and offered similar critiques of her culinary ability so she cocks her hand back throws the ladle like a circus knife thrower and then everything goes slow so I'm watching the ladle come at my hand head it makes one rotation it's like the matrix but with flying tomatoes to matrix (laughs) so I reach out my hand close my eyes and I catch it. (laughs) And we look at each other for a second, and then I drop the ladle and I ran. (laughs) Because my mother was reaching for the pot. (laughs) She didn't throw the pot, so my father and my brother got to eat chili. I ate at a friend's house. 
I mentioned the Matrix. There's a line where Morpheus says, the universe is not without a sense of irony. So I'm at my friend's house. I was brought up to believe, or I was brought up that if you're a guest in somebody's house, you eat whatever they put in front of you if you're there for dinner. And what my friend's mother put in front of me was a lovely salad made of cucumbers and tomatoes. So I ate it. When I get home, my family is just finishing dinner. This is the point at which my mother decides to stand up and say, I am never cooking for any of you ever again. Which was supposed to be a punishment. (laughs) My brother and I kind of tried to fake it and said, oh no, that's terrible. But really we're thinking, that's fine. We'll take it from here. I did learn one other thing from all this, which was I did learn to cook for myself. And that was 15, I was 15, that was 35 years ago. And in all that time, I have never opened a single can of tomatoes. Because, like the old song says, you say tomato, I say horrifying abomination. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just see the show live, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.